Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Purposeful Lifestyle Development Podcast, where we discuss all things thought work and manifestation, but we use neuroscience and the study of the brain to do so. I'm your host, Tessa Spizak. I'm a board-certified practitioner, master life and health coach, and seasoned executive speaker. If you're ready to create your highest value lifestyle and turn your dream life into a reality, you're in the right place. Let's get right into today's episode. Hello, hello, my loves. Of course, I want to start by thanking you for being here. Thank you for spending your time with me here on the Purposeful Lifestyle Development Podcast. I hope you are feeling amazing, however, and from wherever you're listening in. I just know in my heart of hearts that today we are going to be really grateful that we had this conversation. And that's because I'm going to be talking about the power of now, which is literally a concept that can and will change your life as long as you apply it. And of course, as always, I'm going to be explaining this in a way that will make so much sense for anyone, as well as giving some actionable tips so that you can easily do these things in a sustainable way in your own life. And I really think it's crazy. I'm honestly so excited to talk about this because it's one of those things that just keeps showing up over and over again. And what better way to end this season, which is all based on the current conversations that I'm seeing in my practice, that I'm hearing a lot of or getting a lot of, and this is definitely something that keeps coming up. And I'm a huge believer, have been as long as I can remember, that if something keeps showing up for you and it keeps coming back into your life, you better take some notice, you better listen. And I feel it's proper to quote the man who actually, not figuratively, actually wrote the book on it. It's Eckhart Tolle. He says, realize now that the present moment is all you'll ever have. Make now the primary focus of your life. Now is all there ever is. There is no past or future except as memories or as anticipations of the future in your mind. What he's saying here and what he says throughout the book is essentially, if you are able to harness the ability of actually being able to be present in the current moment, you can move above your current thoughts, really move above your mind and start to access your higher self, that more true you. And you do that all starting by learning how to be present in the moment, which honestly can feel very hard if you really try to just quiet your mind. That's why things like meditation take so much practice to really be able to get there. Our brain is always scanning. It's trying to keep us out of harm's way, scanning for threats, looking for danger. And for most of our brains, if left to do their own thing, they're going to start doing one of these two things. One, it's going to feel regret or resistance about something that happened in the past. Or two, it's going to feel anxious about some event that is coming up or just might come up in the future. And I don't know about you, but I'd say that most people would consider regret and anxiety to be some of the worst painful feelings, right? So anything that we can practice to be able to remove some or even all of those bad feelings in the moment is definitely something that I'm on board to learn about and practice and do myself. And like I said, I've got a gut feeling that there is someone out here listening today that really, really could use this reminder as well. 
So let's break down the main points around the power of now. This is what I want you to consider and the points I'm going to be talking about today. They are simple statements, but profound. And you might be quick to want to disagree with me, but I want to say, if you are, then that's even more of a reason to hear it out to the end. So here are three points for today. Number one, the present moment is all we will ever have. Number two, pain is a result of resisting things that we can't change. And three, you are not your thoughts. You are not your mind. So let's dive into each of these. First, the present moment is all we ever have. Now, this might sound a bit ominous at first, but it's not because life is literally made up of a huge series of present moments. And it's a skill to be able to see your life as such. The life that we live has a current time-space trajectory, right? And without a time machine, without hypnotherapy or something like that, we can't physically go back in time. We cannot experience something again once it has occurred, once that present moment has passed. But for those of you who know me and what I talk about, you know that we explore pretty deeply that the brain can't always tell the difference if you're living something now or just thinking about it, maybe even making it up. That's why we can change our emotions. We have the control of changing our emotions, either for better or for worse, by thinking about something, by thinking about a memory. So we can, and a lot of times do, you can put yourself in the pain of a past reality, go through a painful conversation again, right? But there's nothing that we can do about that outcome. And on the flip side, the same thing about the future. It hasn't happened yet. Fretting or worrying about the future does you just as much good as replaying that awful conversation or that awful event over and over and over again. You can't change anything about it. But that's why when it comes to looking to the future, it is so powerful to consider what you're manifesting because it's something that we're unconsciously doing all the time. If you're constantly worrying about problems or rising in your future, then your brain is going to go into hyperdrive looking for signs of that thing, signs that go along with what you think. It's trying to keep you safe, but in reality, it's just creating a better chance for that problem to come about. So again, flip side, think about manifesting abundance or growth in your life. If you're expecting that abundance and growth, You set your brain up to seek out those things. Now, while you're setting yourself up, just like you would be on the opposite side, you're setting yourself up for these good things to happen. They still haven't happened yet. The moment does not exist. So I say this to remind you, every minute that you spend worrying about the future, regretting the past is a moment, a little present moment that's wasted. So that brings me perfectly into point two. Pain is just the result of resisting something that you cannot change. And there is so much power in the acceptance in that moment of what is. Now, before anyone gets confused, I do not mean accepting just life as it is and doing nothing about it. Clearly, 
I have a whole practice on lifestyle development coaching. So I'm not talking about just being okay with being stagnant or being in a place that you don't like, just accepting it within it is what it is mentality. But accepting what is now is a much different concept. I like to paint the picture of how someone starts off the day. You know, you can always picture the person who just starts off on the wrong foot. They woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And it's an easy trap to fall into, right? If you aren't purposeful about your thoughts. So say someone is running late, right? Say it's you, you're running late. And now you spend all your time thinking about the negative response that will come from that. You're anxious about the future. You're maybe worried that you're going to offend someone or worse, maybe you're on your way to work, your anticipation of getting in trouble or even getting fired. And then your whole day is thrown off because of that experience in the morning, right? You spent the whole morning anxious about the future, the anxiety of getting in late, and then maybe your boss did chew you out or write you up. Now we're living with the regret of that. You're having a not very good day because you're living in the regret of that past. And then maybe after a long and busy day, you're stuck in that negative thought about the day and about the experience, and you totally forget to make the stop that you needed to do. How many people in that situation would throw their hands up and say something like, "Ah, of course that happened today, and continue on in that mood and that low vibration? Well, what if instead... They had practiced and were able to take on the power of now. They could have still had all the same interactions, all the same issues, but would have gone about it completely differently. And here's where I'm going to give you some actionable steps. So pause if you need to get something to take notes with, or if you're driving or something and need to take a screenshot of the time to come back to. I'm going to give you the steps to get out of this negativity spiral and how to get into now, because it's not going to be helpful to just try to ignore or override or distract yourself from these thoughts, because I hate to break it to you. If that works, it usually only works temporarily and probably will make your headspace a little bit more chaotic later on. So here's what you need to do first. Recognize that the pain or resistance is there. We're not going to ignore it. Again, we're going to notice it, but don't judge it. I'm telling you, you can absolutely free your mind from painful thoughts by just observing them and not judging them. Stop judging your thoughts or your urges. Say you're the one stuck in traffic and late and all these things and you want to scream with road rage or you feel like you want to cry. Recognize that. Now, don't necessarily give in to it, but also don't beat yourself up for having that thought. Just be aware of it, recognize it, and then literally ask yourself, what do I want my next thought to be? This is very much in the Abraham Hicks camp, right? Of choosing a better feeling thought, but it can't help but hit the ego a bit sometimes. And I want you to recognize that too, when your ego comes out to play. Because that's another big piece of this. Here's another example. Say you're feeling pain or discomfort because you had a fight with a loved one. Maybe it's your partner or a friend or close family member. It's someone that you trust not to hurt you, but they still hurt your feelings. Maybe nothing terrible, but some line was still crossed, right? When you think of forgiving them, does that come 
easily to you. I know I've had to do some work on this before. In my head, I would admittedly, being candid here, say things like, oh, but you know, I just don't feel like they deserve it, but I'm still hurting. Like I can't forgive them while I'm still hurt from this. And I hate to break it to you, but I had to break it to myself that when you do that, or any of us do that, we're choosing, subconsciously or not, choosing to stay with that bad feeling. And that's not you and your highest self. That's just your ego. And the same thing happens when you're upset with yourself. If you're mad that you did or didn't do something or upset at the choice you made, sometimes it really does turn into a situation where we almost feel like we don't deserve to feel better. So if you notice something like that going on, don't judge it, but go inward and get curious about it. And when you find yourself being negative, do this practice. Simply ask yourself, am I being present? And clearly, if there's pain, you're not. Because pain can't live in the present like that unless you're, you know, in physical pain. So for me, in these situations, if I'm getting all riled up, right, I go sit on the balcony, go sit outside. I notice the real life things. I literally look at the tree, look at all the different leaves, hear the car drive by and the birds outside, notice a flower somewhere, check out the butterfly flooding around it. You know, don't do it to take a picture. Don't plan on talking about it. Just spend a moment. Let yourself just be in that present moment. He says in the book, the moment your attention turns to now, you feel presence, a stillness, and peace. You no longer need the future for fulfillment and satisfaction. You don't look to it for salvation from the now. And the more you do this, the more easily you will be able to do this, the more easy it will get. And this brings me perfectly into our third, and I would say most important point. It's a very simple but profound statement that's honestly kind of at the base of everything I teach, and that's you are not your mind. You are actually not your thoughts. This is the best part. This is how you access who you really are, despite what your human brain thoughts are. That's the most glorious part, because you can and you do observe your thoughts. And I'm willing to bet you have been this entire session, but it's that ability to observe, listen impartially, and explore the reasonings of your thoughts. Well, that's why you're not your thoughts. You are not your mind. It's your higher self that's the one that's able to do the observing. And if you take time to observe the now, thoughts lose power over you. And really, all it takes is the ability to become intensely conscious of the moment that you are in, to look at all aspects of your life without judgment. When our thoughts are in the past or in the future, it creates a resistance of what is, and that's what causes the pain. So instead, you take control. You take control of your own mind and your own thoughts and bring yourself into the power of now by these three steps. You observe, you allow, and then you act. And you can act with a non-reactive decision. Regardless of what happens around you, you are now in control. You can now act in accordance with what the higher you wants. And that's the magical thing. 
But all right, my loves, that's where I'll leave us today. I want to thank you so much for joining in on this conversation with me. And each week, every Monday, we're going to be posting a new episode going a little bit deeper into the conversation of what you can do to train your brain on purpose to really allow for the lifestyle that you want to live. Until next time, my loves, in the meantime, here's to your health and your happiness.